and we are live it is a vibe it is a grind we are at the coffee house so if you do hear the sound of white people muttering and talking about chai latte options then that is why it is because we are at a coffee shop we're recording here we shall commence the podcast with a quote a very musical beautiful ballad that warmed my heart that touched my soul touched my spirit as i've always done in this podcast in the daily tradition of this podcast and the quote we shall use shall come from it shall come from a ballad that if you were born past 8 1987 you should know this song you should have the lyrics memorized this song should mean something to you if not in your romantic life then somewhat in your childhood life and it is from the song called a whole new world sung by brad something something and leah salangajama i don't know not how to pronounce her name i think she's filipino and the song is i can show you the world shining the quote is i can show you the world Shining, shimmering, splendid. Tell me, bitch, when did you last let your heart decide? And I brought that quote up because we in a day and age, we're the children of the hip-hop generation. And we live in a day and age where we try to work so hard to persuade a woman into our, we, to persuade our way into a woman's vagina, to persuade her way into our bed sheets by, you know, spitting all this game, spitting all this Louvre game, etc., etc., which one of y'all dusty, under six foot hided negroes out there has spent game to a girl and told her you could show her the world? Shining, shimmering, splendid. When is the last time you ever told a beautiful young woman who you have sexual romantic interest in, when was the last time they let their heart decide? When was the last time? When was the last time you ever said that? When was the last time you ever when was the last time you ever spat real? That is real game. That is real bar. That is real artistic. That is real romance. What is going on with you? I shout out to you for listening to people's bad ass podcast. What's going on? It actually has. It actually. Has, it feel like it's been a minute since I recorded the podcast. I didn't spend the last four to five episodes trying to find out all these different marketing techniques to expand the podcast, expand the um, expand the audience of the podcast, expand the fame of it. And a lot of my attempts have been unsuccessful. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I'm kind of like, oh, I'm kind of like, oh, and 85 as far as attempts to grow the podcast following goes. I, I'm going to keep it, I'm going to keep it, I'm keep it a stack with you. But it's, um, but it's part of the game. You know, um, when you chase success, when you're chasing success, when you're chasing, when you're chasing it, you know, you have to, they always say Thomas Edison learned 1,000 times how to not make like, how to not make a light bulb before he did make a light bulb, which is weird to me because, nigga, you kept count. <laughs> I'm saying like, you, well, I mean, but then when you're coming up with the idea of the light bulb, you're using like tested scientific procedures. So I guess it kind of makes sense for you to keep count. It is what it is. But, um, mm. have you ever did it out of your league? Let's talk about that. Um. Uh, Shout out to the homie here. He's um, there's a homie who works nearby me. He um, I just learned uh, about 45 minutes ago that he is currently nominating, which in Portuguese means dating. He's dating a beautiful woman who, who is not. I don't want to say he's ugly. He's not ugly, but it's just it look it looks a little it looks a, it looks a little bit one sided in the romantic area. So and. When I found out that said man was dating said woman, my reaction was a little bit like, you know, my reaction to it was like a little bit low. I was like, she's dating. He's dating Hannah. And so I was like, just because I like, you know, I, he, he ain't ugly. He ain't ugly. Well, he kind of he, he ugly. And so I was and so, 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 
It was a funny conversation because we had a whole debate about, you know, how when they're together, it kind of looks weird, etc., whatever, whatnot. And so, the conversation I guess I could have for you guys who's listening to the podcast right now, who's listening to me on YouTube and iTunes, I guess. And I want you guys to let me know in the comments. If you're listening to this on Instagram, I want you guys to let me know. Male or female, have you ever dated somebody that was out of your league and... When you were with said woman, said man, or said transsexual, if that was a thing in your, if that's a thing for you, um, did you feel insecure about it, or did you feel some certain type of way about it? Like, you know what I'm saying? I guess I'm trying to say is like, have you? Just, you know, I'm just curious. I want to know, have you? And what I told him, and you know, before I started this podcast, there was a group of a lot of there was a group of ladies who were here talking about it, and what I told them was this. In past time, I have dated a girl that was out of my league. It's happened before, but I, I told her like it's different with me because I'm a cute guy. It's like when I ever, whenever if I did date a girl who was out of my league, it was never like a, it was never like a, it's never been like a big gap. Like if when we dated, I would just I would play it off. I'd be real with like if I dated a girl and she was like hella times prettier than me, I would be like okay, cool, you know, hey, what it is. I'm not gonna let her know. I'm not gonna let her know that her blonde tresses glisten like the sunlight on on sunflower petals, or how her ass reminds me of the of the beautiful Bria Miles. Like I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it off. I'm gonna I'm gonna be like, you know, bro, you ain't even that cute sometimes in certain lights. You know, <laughs> I mean, I guess I guess I guess I guess I guess it's an interesting thing because I I, I I had a really a really not based in truth, just based in speculation and BS theory that said that. Most guys, when they fall in love with a woman, when they fall in love with that significant one who becomes their wife, etc., like that, my theory that I had was like on a primal level, I think a lot of the times it'd just be the girl who's the prettiest girl that that guy could get at the time. What I could also say is that goes both ways. I met a lot of dudes who, when they married a girl, they married a girl just because that woman has been down with them and been faithful to them for a long time and been the woman who really was their rock through a lot of tribulations and trials. So, so it, uh, so it could, so it could go, it could go a lot, it could, it could go a lot of, it could go a lot of different ways. I mean, I, I don't know. I guess the conversation be like, what's it like dating out of your league? And I can tell you, I mean, I don't know, bro. It's kind of, it's kind of hard to get my perspective on that because, like I said, I've dated out of my, I've dated out of my league before, but it's like, like when you're past a certain level of attractiveness, it don't really matter. Like if you're a cute, when you're a cute guy, when you're a genuinely cute guy, it's like it's not like you're not, they're not gonna. When they see, when dudes see you with a girl who does look better, when dudes, when girl, when dudes do see you with a girl who looks better than you, if you cute, if you cute nigga, it's not like you're not gonna, they're not really, they're not really gonna like roast you. It's only bad, it's only bad if you're like the guy who I'm bringing up in question. Like if you're really unattractive, like you just like on all physical dimensions, like it's not, it's not, it's not necessarily gonna be like a, it's not necessarily gonna be like a, a big noticeable thing. But, but again, kind of, I don't know. Well, kind of, I don't know. But now, now I want to say when I when I see that with women, does that that happens with women? That does happen with women. That does happen with women because I have seen some doms. But I don't think I don't think I don't think it's a. I don't think the backlash is as hard. I don't think the backlash is as hard on the woman as it is on the guy when the guy is dating somebody outside of his league. Because I'm gonna say, most of the time that I've noticed when a girl dates a guy who's prettier than them, or just noticeably attractive. I think with them, the more struggle they deal with is like thinking that the guy is cheating on them every other fourth or fifth second that that nigga is not in their presence. I think that's a big thing for them. <laughs> but I mean, it's no. And then sometimes, and then sometimes you got to think about. And um, shout out to the um, 
Shout out to the shout out to the young ladies who are just talking to me right now who left. You know, none of them none of them subscribe to the podcast. It is what it is. But then that's another thing that you have to bring up too is like when you say out of your league, what are you talking about? Because they asked me, they was like, you know, when you say out of your league, what are you talking about? Like, give us an example, like maybe a famous couple that we know. And I said, let me say Jay Z and Beyonce. And so the girl, she said, do you think so? You think Beyonce Jay Z's out of Beyonce's league? And what I said was, in the bigger scheme of things, no. In the bigger scheme of things, no. As far as I'm talking about, as far as status is concerned, Jay-Z is a billionaire, one of the most talented rappers that have ever, ever walked the face of the earth. If he passed away tomorrow, it'd be a, his, his death day and his birthday would be a holiday. But if you were talking about just, because I tell you guys, understand, like, we're still young. You know, we're still in our 20s. We still care about fucking, et cetera, et cetera. So we're, in, we're still in that age range where how cute you are doesn't matter to the female. How cute you are, how attractive you are, we're at that phase where that still doesn't matter as far as, like, finding a partner. But as far as like when you when you talk about Jay Z and Beyonce, they're at the they're at the phase in their life where it is more it can be it is more and probably is more about the status and the money and like et cetera et cetera you know I do, I don't you know so that's a that's a diff, that's a different factor to bring that in I think like I said because like I said if there was they're out of they're they're out of each other they're not in each other's league but like I said that's if you're talking about the concept you you're saying that. You're bringing that up if you're bringing it up in context. If they're if they're around our age, if they're in their early tw- early twenties and they're not famous and they don't have the status and et cetera, et cetera, then of course you know there's a big, a very big disparity in their appearance. So I mean, but then it, it goes both ways, you know. But what she brought up to me, so what she brought up to me when she started, um, what she brought up, what she brought up to me, one of the girls, because it was like four women. I didn't get. I think it was um, I think I forgot her name. I think it was um, what's her name? What was her name? Olivia. Olivia. What Olivia brought up, what Olivia brought up to me when she was talking about it, she was like, it's a lot of times it could be about, it could be about what if you care about meeting somebody? Because she brought up something else where she was like, what if you got to, what if you bring in looks and you got to factor in looks and you got to factor in, um, I mean everything outside of looks, you have to factor in personality, you have to factor in, um, you have to factor in like, maybe if that, maybe if that person is like, um. You have to factor in personality. You have to factor in if maybe if that person is um maybe if that person has a great personality. Maybe he has a lot of great values. And she's like, and she's like she kind of gave this good perspective, where she was kind of like, like, hold on. Okay. Where she was kind of like, she factored, she factored in like, what if he's somebody who like he has a great personality, he has a lot of great values, similar similar values. And one thing she also noted too was she was like, you know, I'm a um, she said, you know, I'm a Christian, so I'm a Christian, so my faith values of faith when it comes to faith and religion when I'm dating a guy, those are things that are very important to me. Those are things that really matter to me a lot. And what I told her oh I'm trying to read my thing, my things up again. Oh, okay. And what I told her what I told her was is I said, that's true. You can factor the thing. The thing about that is, whenever you're talking about dating people, dating men, dating women, you make these broad generalizations. Some of the most broad generalizations when it comes to dating men or women is beautiful people are stupid and airy, and they just they don't have great conversation. Ugly people have the best conversation. I'd rather date. When you talk about somebody who has a great personality, when we always talk about that. We're talking about the people like we're talking about the person like 
like they're the ugliest person in the world, but because they have a cool personality, a great personality, there's something significant. But bro, like it's like, like I told them, it's very rare that you see somebody who's just downright ugly, ugly. Uh, well, no, nah, no, nah, I will say that. Okay, let me, let me, let me not say that. Not every, uh, not every, not every, not every person that has a great personality is ugly. We'll say that. Not every person that's like has a great personality is very funny and engaging and wants something in life. They're ugly. They're not. They're not all. They don't all have the physical dimensions that Jay Z has. It's, it's not true. So that's a broad generalization. Even in that, it's the same thing with beautiful people. Like not all beautiful people are dicks. Not every girl. I don't talk to. I won't. I won't. I won't say all pretty girls are, are bitches, and I won't say all pretty girls are self-centered. But I will say, I have talked to some girls who were hella pretty when I talked to them, like. The conversation just had to always revolve around them. Like it was no like interest in what I was doing was on my life. It was one girl, and we never talked. We just I worked with her at a nightclub. I had a crush on her for a long time. She didn't know. She still might not. She still might not know. And but we used to when when we talked, whatever, whatnot. She just would. The conversation would be only solely and only about her. Like nothing else. Like just nothing else but about what was going on in her world. And so. It, it would just be it would be boring and dead past a certain point so and I, and then sometimes you got to think about this a lot of the time just like a lot a lot of the times like a lot of the times when you a lot of the times when you think somebody doesn't have a great personality you think they're boring a lot of the times bro you just might not vibe with that person and that's something you got to think about too a lot of times it's not just that they don't have a personality sometimes it might just be that you don't vibe with the person you don't have any chemistry you know you know, it, it, so it's a lot of it's a lot of little it's a lot of little factors, a lot of little it's a lot of little um, hypotheticals, little hypo, little hypotheticals that you can bring in where it's not just oh the person because the person is beautiful they don't have a great personality or etc etc like this you know you know it's, it's it is it is what it is what it is I mean I'm I'm just I'm just being real man. I want you guys to let me know what do you think about that like what's your opinion about that when it comes to dating out of your league and the values that you have and then because then that was one thing. Olivia brought up as well. She was like, "What's more important, looks or personality?" Now, for me, I'm gonna say, for me, when it comes to what's more important, looks or personality, I'm going to say by far is looks. Now, what I will also say, I don't mean like if I did date it, like when I do date somebody, I, I mean, I'm yeah, I'm bad with that. For those of you guys listen to the podcast and know me in person, y'all know I'm I'm bad about that. I didn't date it. I done dated a lot of pretty girls with shitty personalities. So I yes, I'm 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 bad with that, I ain't gonna lie. But I mean, but you, it's, it's 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 I mean it's yeah, I don't know. I don't know, but I mean it depends. It's not like every but like I said, but it goes both ways because not every single female that has a dope personality is like ugly. Like it's not like it's not it's, that's not true. I've met a lot of ugly people with terrible personalities. I know one girl, I could not let me not bring her up on the podcast because I couldn't stand her presence. She just, even her voice just irritated me a lot. Like I, I could not, I could not stand it. But, but it kind of goes both ways. It's like a, it's like a, it's like I always say, man. It's like when you make general, when you make generalizations, it is hard because, like, like I said, not one truth, not one truth is a single truth. But it can out of, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. It's kind of a, it's kind of a. Um, it's kind of a odd. Uh, it's kind of a odd. Um, kind of an odd quinky Kind of an odd thing when you make generalizations because, in some in generalizations, a lot of times their truth are truth, but a lot of times there's so many different. You know, there's so many more. 
well, what about this or what if? Okay, say about this or you're ignoring that. Like, it's a lot of those. A lot of times it'd be a lot of those. So when you when you bring up those conversations, when you have those debates, I guess it's it's kind of hard because it's it's there's so many there's so many different there's so many different possible ways that roots could go. You know, it's like the same thing when you talk about race. I was I was um shout out to Vic Minson, shout out to um. The dude who got fired from CNN, shout out to Mark Lamont Hill. And this has nothing to do with y'all. This pretty, pretty much has no relevance to you guys' life at all. I only bring this up because I am of the belief, just because I am Negro, I do believe that an injustice, in, an injustice anywhere is an injustice everywhere. And he was bringing up the injustice that the Palestinians are facing in Israel and the Palestine right now against the hands of the Jews. And, and he was saying how... Um, how the, I guess, the picture that they're painting, the picture in Israel, the picture in Israel that they're painting, the picture in Israel that they're painting, hey, oh yes, what's up, smooth, can't complain, how you doing, what's up, I swear to God, not, not, not because you just walked in here, I literally just started talking about Palestine right now, like, about what, Palestine right now, really? I literally, yeah, I literally swear to God, not just because you just walked, I literally just did, That's swear to, yeah, crazy, but, man, with that being said, Shout out to Mark Lamont Hill. He got fired on CNN because he was at the at the speech at the United Nations, and he uh he gave he gave some pretty some pretty um some pretty radical some pretty radical um opinions about the um about um about um about what's going on in Israel and Palestine because he was over there. He was front lines. He was walking through the trenches and seeing how they're treating the Arabic, seeing how they're treating the Palestinians. So of course he felt some certain type of way about it. And he got fired because at a United Nations speech, he said, I feel, I believe in a free separate state between the river and the, 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 the land and the sea or some shit like that. And I believe in two. I do believe in two states. I do believe Israel is stealing land from Palestine. I do feel like that's wrong. But and I was and I'm, I'm the parallel I was making with this was Michael Mark Lamont Hill brought up something where he said that in Jew with Israel, like the Jews in um, Israel. They said that they were profiling the Palestinians and Arabs there because they were more prone to terrorist attacks. They were doing terrorist attacks. Like all of them were doing terrorist attacks. And that's for one, that's a really broad generalization to say a whole group of people is terrorists. I, I, I don't care. Like I've always said, the parallel I've always made is like when you come to the hood, if you come to the hood, if you come to the hood in Compton, Chicago, and Oakland, I don't care how bad the neighborhood is. I promise you not. I promise you not everybody there is with the shit. Like if you go on a street. Like where I used to live in Asafalel, shout out to all my people out there, Porter Street, Thousand Black, we out here. When you would come to our apartment, yeah, it was like maybe like about like a good hundred people in an apartment of four hundred people. It was man, nah, even that's an ex- like maybe like sixty or seventy people who was really about some bullshit and was really toting pistols and robbing and breaking in houses and stuff. Like, of course, yeah, but but as far as like the whole community, like no. And it's the same thing with Arabs. I promise you not. And then even one another thing that Mark Lamont Hill brought up that was true as well is a lot of the time any any sign of resistance that they have against the Israelites who are treating them wrong, who are stealing their land, who are profiling them, who are basically taking away their civil rights, any resistance that they do have against, any resistance they do put against them is going to be seen as terrorism. It's the same thing with Nelson Mandela. Like Nelson Mandela was really about that fuck shit. He was really about that violence, but at the same time, in the context of the times where his people came and drink from the same water fountain in their own land, maybe getting treated wrong. You know, in the context of times, it makes sense. It's not so it's I think a lot of, I think I think I think I think I think that's where we mess up with with a lot of these movements. 
where a lot of these movements, whether it's the Palestinian movement, whether it's the Nation of, Nation of Islam movement is, we lack context. And I want to tell you this. Whenever you're judging somebody, whenever you're judging somebody on the morality of their time, you got to use context. I don't agree with the Nation of Islam. I don't believe the white man was created by some evil white scientist, or some evil black dude named Yakub. I think that's weird. But at the same time, when they're saying white people are the devil, in 2018 to say that the white man is the devil, I think that's crazy now. But that being said, when they said that in the 19, when the movement first started in the 1940s and 30s, I actually don't know the exact, the exact time, but I'm just giving out, throwing out a number. When that did start back then, and they did have that energy towards white people, in the context of times, I understand. We lack context. We lack, I think, with a lot of times in where we lack context to try to understand people and better understand, like, where that mindset. I think, I think because of who I am as a person, I've always felt like I have to be the guy who takes time to really understand and really process what's going on and really not just judge off rip and be like, hey, you know, you're fucked up, etc. Like, I don't know. I guess that my my mentality has always been is I'd rather understand my enemy than automatically demonize and hate them because I think a lot of times when you take the time to understand people, you realize we don't have as many enemies as we think we do. You know, I'm not. On, I don't like. I said I don't know how to. I don't throw piss at every single person who voted for Trump, even though I didn't vote for Trump. You know, because there's a lot of people who try who looked at Trump and focused on certain issues that he was for and ignored the other shit that he was against. Like, am I am I do I feel some I feel some certain type of way about the stuff he said about Muslims? I feel some certain type of way about the stuff how he handled the Central Park Five situation. I just feel some certain type of way about how how um, how he was trying to stop trying to stop um, when he owned those uh, brownstones. I forgot he owned. I can't speak intelligently on about it, but he was, I guess he was trying to, he's trying to actively keep black people from moving into these apartments that he had bought in uh, New York, which, you know, it's, it's so I, I feel some certain type of way about that, but I mean, but I don't know, you can have, I guess, I guess, I don't know, we live in, a, in, this, in this world, in this time, in this world right now, but I mean, you can have, you can have, a, you can have, a, you can have, I mean, you can have bias, you can be, you can, you can have bias understanding, you can, not bias, but you can be, um, you can. There are some people out there who you're going to agree with every single thing they say. There's going to be some people out there who you agree with not a effing thing they say, and that's just the world we live in nowadays. You know, the world. When it comes to opinions, the world is not a monolith. That's just that's just the way of the world now. It's not like how it's not like how it used to be. Like the world isn't the world isn't a monolith. There's not one leader who's going to have an idea, and every single idea that comes out this man's lips is the absolute truth. Is absolute foundation stone, and you should take everything. Like so a lot of things that Malcolm X said, I agree with. A lot of things he said, I don't agree with. It's a lot of things that Jesse Williams says. Shout out to Jesse Williams. He's campaigning for light-skinned niggas. It's a lot of things that he said that I agree with, and there's a lot of things that he said I don't agree with. You know, it's kind of that's kind of the way of the world we're in right now, man. I mean, it's kind of weird seeing how divided we. Like, I think I think the I think I think the country has always been divided, but I think now it's more evident because you have social media and now you have people who everybody has a platform. So. I think it's more evident how divided we really are, you know. I, and I, I like it. I like it because I like seeing like, I like I like that you can go online and see who your enemies are. Like I like that you can go online and see a KKK supremacist group, and you can see all the members in the group. Like I like I like I like I like, I like that because I like that because it makes it more. Like I say, you know who you is, you know you know who you got issues with. And I know I know how I just said you need to take time to understand your enemy. That's the one enemy that I, I give no fucks about taking time to understand, regardless of the scenario, regardless of the hypothetical scenario. So, remember, it is, it is what it is. Now, um, 
I'm trying to think if there's any other things I want. I'm trying to think if there was any other things I wanted to cover before the podcast got for the podcast closed down before I closed everything down. I'm trying to think, did I, did I cover everything? Is there anything else that I forgot? I'm trying to think. I did. I did Q and A's earlier. I asked everybody. Um, I asked everybody who who where would you rather go, Bora Bora or Rio de Janeiro? The majority of the consensus for that question said they'd rather go to Bora Bora than Rio de Janeiro. I did one for who makes better music, Black or Kodak Black. And that's kind of what I'm going to go to right now. Because that one's kind of half and half right now. That one is like... Um, you see, on that one, it's still kind of half and half. Like I noticed most women voted for Black and most men voted for Kodak Black. Me, personally, if I had to ask him, when it comes to making doper music... Being real with you, I'll be real. I don't think I don't think one or the other makes doper music. I just think they have different vibes. Black for me personally is more of my vibe because I'm more of the mellow, poetic, sit in the corner, write poetry type of dude. Like I, I'm that type of guy. So of course I'm gonna relate to Black a little bit more. Kodak Black makes more of the hype, and he has some soul music. Like his last album to me, his last album to me is nothing but soul music. So. He does have some tunes where it's just soul and rhythm and soul and you vibe to it and chill and kind of understand the waves and such. But for the most part, I think I vibe to Blackmore. But I listen to a lot of Kodak's music. I listen to, I like that song he got on his new album, Calling My Spirits. I feel that, that song kicks me in my soul when I hear that. I put my heart on my lips. Because I feel like that. Like when I listen to songs and I hear rap, when I, my big thing now is I listen to song, listen to songs by rappers who talk about the process of creating the art and getting in the studio and making this marvelous thing that is their song, that is their track. I relate to it a lot because I feel like I'm doing that with my, I feel like I'm doing that with my, with my podcast. Like when Kodak Black said, "I put my heart on my lips," when I put my heart on my lips, I put my whatever what I made out of the crib. I feel like I was doing, I feel like I'm doing that when I listen to. Um, when I listen to Blueface and Blueface said in the song Studio, when I was down, I hit the studio, hopped in the booth and let that truth be told. I can relate to that because I was like, damn, like I feel like that's what I'm doing. Like when I get on this microphone, I feel like I'm hopping in the I'm hopping in here and I'm letting my truth, I'm letting my soul, my soul speak for what I'm going through, or where my mind's at, and etc. etc. So it's so so it's so it's so I I so yeah, nah. I, 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 I fuck with that heavily, but I think it's kind of interesting because we live we we live in a day and age now where I feel like, in terms of like the most popular music that's being listened to and streamed everywhere, it's so many different vibes right now. Like you have the blacks and the Bryson Tillers who are doing that trap soul kind of vibe. You have like it's not just and I think it was always like this, but it's more evident now. It's not just one particular sound and one genre of music that all the kids are listening to on their iPhones right now. Like now, you have the Bryson Tillers, you have the Kodak Blacks. There was a time. There was a time in between 2000, 2004 where nigga, if you wasn't a thug, if you wasn't a thug nigga, you had to make. If you were rapping, you had to make music about getting shot, being a thug, and on top of that, if you were R&B dude, at some point in the song, you had to let bitches know that you was a thug or a G or something. That's when everybody was wearing jerseys and <laughs> jerseys and stuff when they were performing. So it's. You know, right now I feel like it's more of a. Right now I feel like it's more of a. All right, you guys have a good one. Right, like, all right, like it's like it's like. I feel like I feel like it's more of a. Um, I feel like it's more of an even balance and more of an even time when it comes to that. Like I don't feel like I feel like this. To say it in better terms, I feel like there's room at the table for everybody. That's what I feel like. Whether you're a rapper who makes the backpack rap, like the. Um, 
Earl, what's the name? Earl, Earl the Greater, Earl somethings, or the Ty, Tyler the Creators, or the J. Coles. Like, you have all these, you have all these avenues where you can be expressive and you can be you in your own independent art. And I like that. I, I like, I like that we all have different avenues. I like that it's not just we all have to be the same. We all have to be the same way. I feel that same way with podcasts. Like, I feel like sometimes you kind of feel like you're pressured into like a certain corner to be a certain way. But you know, it is what it is. So, with that being said, this is the People's Paradise Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of the family. Please press share on this track when you listen to it. Please press share on me. That being, being said, much love, peace, and chicken reese. Thank you for being a part of the family. Thank you for loving me. I'll be back here tomorrow. I might be a little bit late because I got to go to a funeral tomorrow, so I might not have that episode out until like around like 5 or 6 tomorrow. But much love, much peace, much chicken grease, and thank you for listening.